Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to Starpiece, part of the GoCast podcast, where we get to know your favorite personalities and leaders in the world of Pokemon Go a little bit better. Uh, I'm your host, Chris. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Lachlan. G'day, mate. How's it going? Oh, it's going. You know it's going. How are you, Lachlan? Well, it's definitely not 6.48 in the morning. Um, but yeah, we're fine. Are you, are you lying? No, it's 6.49 in the morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't want to start off on a, whole, on a falsity there. That whole minute, that whole minute right. makes the difference. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, so this week, our guest is the one, the only Ian Waterfall. You might may know him from uh, his YouTube channel, or you may know him as one of the co-hosts on the Incensed podcast, a Pokemon Go podcast, um, which, you know, those exist. You should know that because uh, otherwise, why are you listening to anything on this feed? Uh, but beyond <laughs> that, uh, Ian is also just a stand up guy. I've had the chance to hang out with him at many live events. Um, and so I'm, I'm very excited for us to have him on here today. And uh, Lachlan, I'm assuming you're also excited. What's excitement? I'm, I'm just being Lachlan. I knew it. Yeah. I know I'm just I'm just Lachlan. <laughs> Don't you can't label me, free me from my my language based chains. <laughs> I am L- I I am Knuff. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So Ian, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, I, I think Lachlan would be more excited if one of my co-hosts was here, actually, to be honest. Oh, my goodness. If Coops was here, I would be. We would all be just <laughs> singing. There would be nothing else going on. But we, the three of us would just start singing show tunes. Well, rest yeah, assured, <laughs> we'll, we'll have that in, in a future episode. Uh, having not even reached out to Coops yet, I, I'm confident that we could probably make that happen. So... Um, cool. So we're going to get to know Ian a bit better and by extension, the projects and things that he works on. Uh, so why don't we just kind of get us started here with something sort of basic. So Ian, who are you and what was your journey with the Pokemon franchise? Let's just kind of start from the beginning. Like what got you into Pokemon and uh, who are you in relation to that? Good question. Uh, so I am in Waterfall. I do make YouTube videos and pokemon go podcast content my journey with the pokemon franchise oh my god well it started back in the 90s with i can't really say i watched the cartoons but i was certainly aware of them actually on the tv and certainly at the time i worked in retail so on a saturday they would pretty much be playing on most of the tvs in the tv section my first sort of interaction with the franchise would be with the the Kanto games, Red and Blue. And I kind of tailed off after Gen 2 until Go came along. And then it could have, it sort of 
caught me, grabbed me, and seven and a half years later hasn't let go. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty common trajectory. Um, either you stuck with it or you sort of took a break between like two and three and then go brought you back. And then some people went back and played all the games. Other people are just like, I'll, I'll wait and learn as these come out, you know. Uh, so, yeah. So did you have a favorite generation between one and two? It's got to be Kanto, hasn't it? Let's face it. Gen 2 was... It doesn't uh, have to be. It, it always goes back to Kanto. I mean, just just look at Pokemon Go. It always goes back to Kanto. Sorry, Lachlan. I can see you really want to chime in here. No, see, Lachlan is, um, was about to say, Red and Blue weren't my first Pokemon games. Oh, so what were yours? So, mine was Crystal. So Gen 2. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got a few years on you, though. <laughs> Yes, Professor Elm holds a very special place in my heart. It takes a long time uh, to do the Willow impression. Yeah, so I, Red and Blue were my favorite, or not my favorite, my my first games, but Generation 2 is definitely definitely my favorite. So every oh, time okay. I hear a, a Gen 1-er come through here, I got to give him a little bit, a little bit of garbage, you know? No, seriously, throw it, give him some shade. Oh, just it's just not as good. I don't I don't really have any major talking points. I I left my I left my my cards at home, you know. So <laughs> sorry. We had the freedom to choose in Johto. That's right. Yes, we, we could did. just skip the fifth gym and just go do the seventh I, gym and eventually it, have to come back. I think what it is with Generation Two is that we all have like camaraderie um, over mm-hmm. all the trauma that Whitney caused us. Fair. You know, well, brought us closer. Most of the Gen 2 Some people just got through it first try and <laughs> struggled <Tuians>. with <laughs> and struggled with the ghastlies in the following town. <laughs> so so Go kind of brought you back in. So have you have you been one of the people that have gone back and played some of the older games? Or are you sort of riding the wave of of novelty uh, as they come out I, and go? I, I haven't uh, literally from sort of gen three onwards it's all been new and that has been exciting and i have a confession i don't even have a switch so i haven't even played the newer games although i do keep looking on amazon and one day i will push that buy button and you know what happens when you do then the switch successor will be announced as back you just know it don't you yeah Yeah. you just know it yeah yeah, we're all actually waiting on you to buy one so that they can finally <laughs> announce this hardware. We've been waiting for, for like two years. <laughs> Although so, your unboxing of it will be legendary. I'm pretty much going to have to go for True. the Switch OLED, though, aren't I? Let's face it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, only if it, you're going to play in handheld mode. Like, the the question is, do you want that handheld experience? Because I very... The, my Switch is in handheld, handheld mode. My switch is only in that handheld mode when I'm connecting a gimme Gold coin bag at the moment. Otherwise, it sits in a dock and I've got a pro controller in my hand. And, and this is the thing. I don't think I'd actually get an awful lot of time to sit down and just put it on the TV just because of uh, my day job, the content. Pretty much I'm thinking if I do get one, it's literally just going to be for flights to events. You could probably get away with a Switch Lite then at that point in time. I know the OLED is like so much better and it's not like, you know, you're you're a smaller person that needs to have like a smaller more, it's not like it's going to be too big for your hands, right? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like that's that's a big complaint for the OLED for some people. Like for kids or for like really short adults or just people with tiny hands. They're like, "Ah, this is so big. I can't I can't handle this." <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> um okay, so then so the, what about Go? 
like was was so different then that it's it's kind of brought you out of Pokemon retirement, so to speak. Well, I think go back in 2016, it was a global phenomenon, and everybody that was doing YouTube at the time, whether they had one subscriber or like 10 million subscribers, everybody made at least one or two or a handful of Pokemon Go vlogs because it was the cool thing to do at the time. So I, I picked it up day one in the UK. I picked up Go, made a few videos, which I'm sure Lachlan will talk about at some point. They yeah. weren't good. Who They've knows? Improved. Maybe they just but wanted to go into the trap. Maybe, maybe. So <laughs> I made a few videos, kind of got hooked on the game. It's It's one of those things like the first one's free, right? And... I just never put the game down. I think the longest I've gone without playing Go was on a vacation to Cuba when I actually couldn't play it because of where I was. But how was the scuba diving in Cuba? The scuba diving in Cuba was amazing. It really was. Do you have to do you have to call it scuba diving in Cuba? Scuba. Yes, scuba. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The super cool. I, I tried. I, do, I get, do I get points for trying? I don't know how this works. Give me the points. No, I'll right. give me the points. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I think that's probably one thing we're missing from our format here. And, uh, you know, now we're making Ian uncomfortable because we don't have a fun game to play. <laughs> you know? Well. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> for the record, by the way, What the Duck Lit is a wonderful game. It is really, really good. See, we talked about this in, I think it was New York, and you said you liked it, and yep. as we're recording this now, we've done it three weeks on the bounce, and people seem to enjoy it. It's just uh-huh. that Milo, Mark, and myself, and especially Coops, don't read. I mean, in GoCast, you go through the decks' descriptions regularly, which is great. Yeah. I've learned a lot, but we don't really read them, so... It- it's a lot of its guesswork. All right. Well, <laughs> in honor of my bad voicemail a few weeks ago turning into an intro theme, I think it's time for a speed round of <laughs> What the Ducklet? Now. <laughs> I love seeing your waveform just boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had a week of this in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Heaven. Seattle was heavenly. Now, I'm going to read a description. I don't think it's one of the ones used in Pokemon Go. So this might be a little bit more freeform. Ooh. First of you to chime in and get it right, I will let you know. All right. Vibrantly patterned wings are its prominent feature. It sucks sweet flower nectar with its long mouth. But it also has an aggressive nature. It stabs prey with its long... Ah, Beautifly! It stabs its prey with its long, narrow mouth to drain the prey's fluid. That is Beautifly from X and Y. So that's one point for Chris. Beautifly, yeah, that's a Gen 3 Pokemon. Is that also in its Go decks? That's fun. Oh, that is. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking anyway. Uh, I'm hands-free. Hands-free over here. <laughs> I didn't think I had to check if you were on your phone or not, sir. All right. <laughs> now, Valsifal, you need this one in order to stay in it. All right? You ready? Wishy-washy. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> no, no. It wasn't wishy-washy. <laughs> 
Okay. A potent anesthetic can be made from diluting blank strule. This anesthetic was used for surgeries in the past. I'm going to let Ian guess first. Mostly because I'm not confident. <laughs> I have no idea. Gloom? No. That was my guess. Okay, good. I had a good feeling. <laughs> it's from wrong. Pokemon Violet. That's the, the only hint I can give. Oh, Oh, but it um, is a Gen Seven Pokemon, so it is in Pokemon Go. I'm trying to make this easy for Ian. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> you pick the one game I can't play. <laughs> the drool, huh? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of blanking myself. It is a pure normal type. <laughs> not helping. <laughs> Let's see if we can speed things up a little um, bit. Kamala. Oh. Correct. <laughs> That's a Darn point it. to Ian. <laughs> we got a game. If, if, if we got a game on our heads. If this isn't actually going out in video format, the listeners, Lockwood's clues, he gave us a big smile, which really didn't help us. <laughs> I was pointing to myself. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> I just need to take a moment because clearly no one cares about Kamala as much as me. It's fine. I'm poised. I'm it, ready to it was out for a few days ago. And you can yeah. still get it by getting the Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory, pairing it to your Nintendo... No, your, your Nintendo Switch. Pairing it to your phone, and after a week, they'll give you a Kamala. Just or once. really, really rare in the wild. <laughs> just one. <laughs> just one. That's all you need. All right, for the win. 50 bucks just for Kamala. <laughs> I would. Lockley would do that, yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy. Okay, I'm going to read descriptions until someone gets it. Okay. <sighs> its robust stomach allows it to nonchalantly devour even rotted matter. Snorlax? It pays frequent visits Munchlax. to villages, seeking out food scraps intended for compost. I think we take um, turns here, Chris. We don't just read oh, out the do? whole decks. Oh, oh, what, we on just... what the Ducklet, it's free for all. Okay, yeah. Chris gets uh, it. It was Munchlax. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I knew it was one of them. <laughs> you use Chris. I knew it was one of them. I mean... <laughs> you know, it could have been something as obscure as, I don't know, Big Grimer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Garbador. Garboda. I like Garboda because it emphasizes the odor, not the garbage. Oh, Okay, well, I'm going to stick with Gar- uh, Garbador now because you don't like it. So. All right, so that's that's yeah. Lachlan's impromptu game that he did on the fly. Wow! Oh, wow, what the duck? at home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. This is just training uh, so, you for when someone else brings up those very specific dex entries. You know what? I won't tell anybody you've brought them in. So, so this is we're kind of getting ahead of ahead of ourselves a little bit because we're not we're not going to be talking about the the podcast quite yet because we've got a couple of other questions for you but uh, if you're listening you're like oh that was kind of fun you could get that but like a lot better and a lot more and a lot <laughs> like, funnier with less lot dry funnier. delivery yeah <laughs> that's right right on on the incense podcast but we will get there in and a, a lot more wishy-washy that's right that's right and we don't mean like unsure we mean the pokemon we do yeah so we do i do love wishy-washy's school form though it's it's cool i think the the concept of that pokemon is really sick yeah the school form that's about it yeah yeah 
Yeah. Um, so going back to Go, uh, so how how did Go sort of impact your trajectory on YouTube? Uh, massively in as much as when my channel started, it was so far away from Go, it, it's incredible. My channel's been through many different, let, let's use Pokemon Go to evolutions. And at the time of the release of Go, I was doing a lot of more general sort of lifestyle things like filming scuba dives, vacations, just everyday things. And Go, I alluded to this earlier, Go was the, the fashionable thing to make videos about back in July 2016. So I'm, I made a few videos and I'm still making them now predominantly a lot, lot more than anything else. I also do a lot of tech or some tech and travel, but Go kind of fits into that whole package of the other things that I've decided to sort of focus the channel onto now. Yeah, it's kind of cool that you don't have to like even abandon like the travel part of it, you know, because Go just lends itself to that. And even tech to a degree, because if you're like super into phones, the people that play Pokemon Go are generally super into phones, you know, like it's still kind of relevant. So it's kind of, you know, parallel or, you know, kitty corner to those interests. Yeah. So do you ever see yourself kind of going back and maybe doing something else besides Go, even if it's just an addition to your Go content? Or are you more like the time I have should probably go into Go content exclusively? <laughs> he does occasionally still do unboxings to today. <laughs> I, I do. But Fake that fan, Chris. Banner. Fake yeah. fan. Yeah. But the lion's share of your content <laughs> is that. It's not like I like your you, your channel is, oh, I do Pokemon Go and unboxing. You know what no, I mean? Exactly. No, yeah. Chris has got it nailed. Uh, Go is now, I would say, 97, 98% of what I do on YouTube. The tech parts are very sort of small, maybe one or two videos every few months. The, the travel has become more prevalent in as much in the last couple of years. I've had the luxury of traveling a lot more for Go. So I've been able to sort of factor that into the videos as well and showcase some gorgeous places. I mean, let's just think back in 2019, we had Chicago, we've had Seattle, New York, London, Barcelona, Seville, uh, Amsterdam, which wasn't a go event. That was just Milo and myself deciding to go on a road trip for a community day. There's been a lot. Everyone loves a lot. Lolan Geodude. There's nothing wrong with that Pokemon. Why would you not <laughs> want to go on a road trip to try and chase it down through the time zone? Three countries in one day. That was just, that was good for, for for the road trip. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, though, though, uh, speaking of that, like, I really enjoyed your uh, video from New York talking about like the different like movie locations and stuff, and highlighting those while you were there. Yes, and that again, that is something I, I do like to do is just take go out of a couple of videos. So if I'm actually somewhere gorgeous, somewhere amazing, somewhere different, I will film the go content and highlight the location. But I do like to also make a video or two that is focusing on things away from go because there's an audience for everything. And a little bit of a crossover between Chris and Ian that you two may be less familiar with is that you're both movie buffs. I think it's quite clear mm -hmm. from Ian's love of, um, especially the James Bond franchise. But if you go digging through Ian's archives, you can find some re movie reviews as well. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they're still there. They are still there. 
Oh, I'm so gonna have to. If you I'm ever want to know to... what Ian really thinks of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, that is still up on his YouTube channel. Right? Is it next not to... a glowing opinion? Is it not? Right next to Despicable Three. Despicable Me Three. Yeah, the, the, yeah. And I did get a lot of hate for the Ghostbusters remake video, which at the time I didn't think was Ooh. that bad. I've I've, <laughs> I, I've now changed my opinion after seeing Afterlife and the sort of correcting the the course of the franchise. Honestly, I enjoyed that Ghostbusters movie for what it was. I had a fun time with family watching the movie. We had a funny Australian doing some funny things in the middle of the movie. And I secretly have a... I just love watching Melissa McCartney movies, regardless of what she's doing. It's just... There's something about... You know that she's having fun on set, and that sort of translates to your watching experience. At least most of the time for me. And it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't what we wanted from Ghostbusters. It wasn't Ghostbusters. It could have had a different name. Yeah. Um, and could have been I, I think it would have been really entertaining to see that same cast to like the early 2000s you know movie parody movies like the scary movies <laughs> this is Sparta <laughs> all of those like really take the most recent big movie and just parody it but still chuck that up in cinemas and, and what, a lot a of problem. that became YouTube content now they don't make parody movies anymore. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. They were great in the sort of 80s, 90s, even the early 2000s. Parody movies were really good. And they just don't make them now. And I don't think modern culture would allow them to be made properly because people are just too easily upset over things now. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like I feel like um, there's a, there is still space for like making jokes, but at the supposed expense of somebody else. You know, even mm-hmm. if that other person is okay with it, people have a, a real negative reaction to it just because they feel like they, they should. And I mean, it's not like it's not warranted at times, right? People can take things too far for sure. And we've seen examples yep. of that. But like when when nobody is really hurt or if you're doing like a caricature of a famous person and that famous person finds it hilarious, it's not up to everybody else to like be offended for them. You know what exactly. I mean? And yep, totally. yeah, the, the modern narrative around media and content creation and, and stuff like that is just it's wild yeah you just have to be really careful with anything these days you do and i think there are good consequences of that right i mean mm-hmm. like people up their game on their content and they spend more time with it they 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 curate their behavior behavior a little bit better um and that's all good but the negative is like if you mess up you yeah it's not really it's really not good for you you're gonna get cancelled <laughs> like that yeah 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 so we, we were touching on the birth of your YouTube channel and as I alluded it was a to, thing. I, <laughs> I did a, a four hour <laughs> deep dive while I was doing some Wayfarer reviews yesterday. I had Ian Waterfall up and I was just randomly selecting three-year-old videos. So I stumbled across some of I hope you early... watched the ads. <laughs> I have YouTube premium. So any ads on there, I wouldn't have seen anyway. YouTube would have just sent you a cent or however Ooh, that Fake works. fan, Lachlan. Fake fan. Fake fan I, yep. I pay for YouTube premium <laughs> I, so I can support the creators I like. <laughs> None of this ad block YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, definitely not because I like being able to use YouTube in the car without ads because I just don't like ads when I'm in the car for some reason. But that's a side tangent. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I stumbled across some of your early collaborative videos with Masterful27. Oh, that would be... Yeah, that would have 
been GoFest Dortmund, I would say. So there maybe. was Dortmund, Ooh. and the one I spent the most time watching was Chimchar Community Day. So <laughs> how did you meet the other members of the team that is now known as the Incense Podcast? Because obviously, Mark, you met through being just creators, have people walking around with cameras and saying, one of us, and then yeah. maybe collaborating. Mm-hmm. But how did the the group form and how did you make those initial connections with the, the rest of the team? Absolutely. Good question. So back in, I would say 2019, it was before the pandemic thing that we don't talk about anymore happened. The what? A few. The what, mate? <laughs> the what? The what the, you, you didn't have it in Australia, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, so Mark and I, had known each other through content previously back going back to sort of 18 in Dortmund Mark uh, sorry yeah Mark and I had known each other in 2018 because of Dortmund Coops and Milo had kind of known each other on the lead up to us forming essentially we all just reached out to each other and started a UK creators chat so there was the four of us uh, and a guy called Newcombs Mike Newcombs uh, he, he does some content in the UK Newcombs. Exactly. Newcombs. So we, we just had a, an open sort of five-way chat, was just chatting. Uh, we, at the time, couldn't really find any other sort of British creator. So we were talking. And, and that's pretty much where it started, just in a, a Twitter, as it was, chat back then. And then during the pandemic... Mark just in one day randomly in the chat says, "Does anybody would anybody be interested in doing a podcast?" And we all within, and this is unusual for the four of us. We all within like the space of thirty minutes just said yes. It's something I've been thinking of, but try and figure out how to sort of propose it to people because asking so you guys know this, asking somebody to do a podcast, it's not just sitting in front of a microphone for an hour a week. It, it's a big investment in time and creative energy. So we all said yes. And from that point to starting the podcast, no joke was two weeks. Wow. Oh, wow. But that just kind of goes to show the sort of like natural camaraderie and like, you know, like um, your the chemistry that the four of you have, which is super evident on the show. You know, if you listen to it, which everybody should. And I, I know we've we've shouted out incense plenty, plenty, plenty of times on GoCast. So all y'all should be aware and should be already listening. But if not, here's your chance to, to fix that potential problem for yourself. Um, but, you know, it's it's no like it's no mystery or surprise that everybody that is an effective podcaster um, kind of brings something to the table for that group because mm-hmm. nobody wants to listen to four of the same kind of person talk about and agree on everything, you know, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And the four of you are each very, very unique personalities. So, you know, from, from your perspective, and this is always so hard to sort of like, you know, analyze yourself like this, but what do you feel like you bring to the table at the incense podcast? What role do you play? Again, going back to the early days of my YouTube channel, I, I I am quite techie. So, and, and for the first sort of, three months coops referred to me as the tech lord which uh, yeah i'm not the tech lord but i do have a good working technical knowledge of how to put one of these shows together the equipment we needed the services we needed how to 
host the podcast. So from a technical point of view, I, I do a lot of the production side of things, uh, along with Milo Whitfield, Pogo Milo UK. He is, again, a primary editor, and the two of us do a lot of the BTS. And if we do it right, you won't even know that we've done it. Pogo Milo UK YT. You can never forget the YT. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lockwood, would you like to there. talk about Pogomile UKYT? I don't know what else there is to say about Pogomile UKYT. I might rather have a conversation about casual coops or masterful <laughs> underscore 27. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, my beautiful co host. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, yeah, uh, go, going back. So, apart from the sort of technical aspects, what do I bring to it? I try to bring in. Okay. Let's score some 90 points. I try to bring balance to the podcast because Ooh. I don't always go with the popular opinion. I don't always go with the Twitter keyboard warrior's opinion. I do try to evaluate the good and the bad and be that voice of reason. Probably the Kyle to their Chris or the Chris to their mm. Kyle. Yeah, but I don't know. I, sometimes, sometimes Kyle's energy deviates from voice of reason and being reasonable to just being like, "Nah, no, 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 this ain't good." <laughs> Seven thousand coins for one hundred incubators. Who would ever do that? Chris and I put you our see, hands I, up. Yeah. Would, I, I definitely would. Yeah, I didn't get that box. I got the middle one. You still haven't got it yet. It. it came back to no, me yesterday. The- Oh, I have to check. I'll These check daily changing boxes. You might get the seven thousand box yet, sir. Oh my gosh! It's yeah, actually I wasn't about a good to buy deal if you've got like fifty pounds in in coins available. Yeah, yeah. or just fifty pounds available to spend on in coins. general. Yeah. yeah, just knee jerk reaction. I want to Yeah, absolutely. So, Ian, of the incense boys, you are known to enjoy eggs from time to time, a bit like Chris, mm-hmm. a bit like myself. However. What other feature in Pokemon Go do you secretly love that you don't talk about enough? Ooh. Bold of you to assume that he's got a secret he's holding from everybody. <laughs> he's expecting me to say PvP, but I'm just not going to say GBL. I'm sorry. We oh, can I, pretend. <laughs> See, I know it's not GBL, and that's okay. But there are many ooh, features ooh. in this game, like the mystery box, the coin bags, the daily adventure incense incense star piece lucky eggs we're just, we're just running through podcast names now aren't we <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things in in uh, pokemon go is is reading the reading the blogs on a podcast i love doing that oh really <laughs> yes yeah, I, lo- I love i love reading out fungus in every spawn pool for the last year <laughs> I've got to actually, admit, no, it kind of fell out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the news is actually quite good with, yeah. The news can uh, be quite good. Okay. I'm not sure if you've got Fungus up in the north this season, but sorry, in the Midlands. <laughs> That's right. That's and right. you start. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris is in sort of the Midlands of the US as well. Ooh, Chris yeah, the Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Yeah, Midwest. And I'm yeah. Midlands, yeah. And yeah. I'm just east. So. <laughs> <laughs> east on the beach so is there any feature that you you really enjoy in the game that 
you would like to see them have more of a spotlight on maybe let's refocus it i'm trying you not to say raids because everyone secretly enjoys raiding that's where i was actually going to go because let's face it who doesn't like a raid and after a good raid day like we've had recently then they are as good i'll not go there just for you lachlan just to give you something i actually i actually do like gifting it's a very simple and passive thing to do I am bad at opening gifts, but I'm good at sending them. And I'm great at opening your gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. I wish I I wish I gave two cents about any any gift, part of gifting. <laughs> I was going to say, Chris, I don't so think you've bad. interacted with a gift for weeks. New York no. was the last time. <laughs> you know what the way yeah, to do it is, Ian? We just look at Chris together and say, Chris. Chris, I think for video listeners, I'm now looking up at Chris. Please open or send a gift this week. Make that your goal, to send one gift and open one gift. Not on your life. <laughs> and you know that's okay because it's... Oh, I just got a notification from Pokemon Go. Go cast Chris opened my gift. How good. Oh, I, did I? Oh, okay, just then. Oh, wow. Okay, good okay. work. You know, you know what will do it, though, is that if they have a special seven-kilometer egg pool... And so my back's up against the wall at that point. I have to come crawling back to the gifting system <laughs> in order to do that. And you've got your 400 friends who have all sent you a gift, except Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, Ian, uh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I do with everybody. And I'm going to promise you that I'll be better at gifting, and then I'll never do it. But, Ian, I will promise you mega progress. <laughs> The thing is, I'm already best friends with Lachlan, and whenever I send him a gift, he does open it within, like, normally 24 hours. Sometimes it's within seconds. Um, but oh should you open one, Chris, I will send you another gift. Okay. You know See, what? I'll do it right now. The reason that works is because when Ian's sending his gifts is, like, the 10 minutes before midnight for me, where I'm doing my gift opening. <laughs> oh, this one is from, like from GoFest in New York. Nice. <laughs> I told you it was New York. Mid- I'm going to send you a Medieval Times gift. How about that? Oh, yes, please. Yeah. That's, okay. I'll save that postcard as well. Nice. Okay. Sorry, I mean noise. Noise. We're just really, we're just, you know, <laughs> we're decorating this podcast in the incensed colors today. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, I didn't wear my, my green shirt. But I'm wearing oh. a shirt I wore when I was last in person with Ian. Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has a yeah. special place in the coat hanger. This is the shirt Ian Waterfalls touched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so speaking of New York, um, the the traveling and the content creation and the podcast and your YouTube channel, all of that kind of comes to a head at these live events, especially when they're really big uh-huh. in person Pokemon Go events like a Go Fest, and not just like a community day where you can sort of like peel off relatively easily. And it's yeah. not like oh, if I miss some gameplay, it's whatever, right? But at Go Fest. You miss some gameplay and you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> that's a lot of value, right? So what does it look like for you when you're traveling and you're doing stuff with the podcast, you're doing um, you know, uh, content capture for your YouTube channel, and you're trying to get your, your gameplay in? How do you manage uh, juggling all of those things at once? You wouldn't think so, but it, it does actually take quite a lot of planning and Generally, for the live international events, I will normally do those in conjunction with with Milo, mm-hmm. because um, 
Mark has family commitments and Coops doesn't travel as much as Milo and I do. So we will have to generally schedule times. So, for example, with New York, we knew we was going to be in the park for two hours. So we had to work out our whole day around those two hours in the park all three days. The YouTube then fits in around that unless we're filming B-roll of us doing podcast things. But podcast recordings in live venues, again, can be tricky because, as we found in New York, it was very windy. We had to hide behind a tree just to record like two minutes worth of audio. (laughs) I know we're all like standing there like trying to block the wind with our hands. Literally, those Chris just like (laughs) shielding Zoe from the wind. (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. So planning plays a big part in it, but also certainly we are quite, it's an area for us to work on. We are quite bad at timekeeping because we invariably are late to meet up points because something will happen with the YouTube and we stop with film and then we're playing catch up and racing to get there. The loss of gameplay for me isn't such a big deal because Yes, I want to play the event, but I am actually fairly casual with Pokemon Go these days to the point where I just want a good experience. I want to see the place I'm at, and gameplay is almost kind of secondary. It's all about meeting the people that want to come and say hi. It's all about making the content, recording the audio. And dare I say, seeing the place that you've just spent hundreds of pounds to get to no, no, that's far too reasonable. Uh, I'm not going to accept that as a, as a point. Uh, <laughs> no, and so you know, I, I've slowly kind of gone the same way. Where like, if we have meetups or things like that, like I'm just, I'm just not so much worried about missing out on like an hour of catches. I, you know, we're there yeah. for people. I mean, we're there to play for sure. But, um, but now, can we both reassess that? If we did not have our Go Plus or Go Plus Pluses, would we I feel don't the same one. way? Oh, I you do not. Don't. I, I have had in oh. the history of the last seven and a half years, I have had an auto catch device. Okay. I no longer, since 19, have any sort of Go Plus or Go Plus Plus. So if I'm not playing it physically, I'm not playing it at all. Oh my gosh. I thought this is where I kept my original Go Plus. It is not. I'm trying to <laughs> so, look really clever there. What's the what's the thought process there? That sounds mighty purposeful. It, it is. I don't want Pokemon Go to rule my life, and equally, and and this is where it comes into personal opinion and, and debate. I never minded the Go Plus for spinning stops, and the Go Plus Plus is brilliant for that. I don't want to catch Pokemon that I don't physically catch myself. Yeah, it, I that's guess it completely comes fair. Back to that simple point that if I don't catch it myself, I don't really see a value in it. I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, uh, you know, we all, Pokemon Go is a very personal game, kind of yeah. has to be. Um, and uh, while we've gotten a lot more structure and a lot more guidance uh, for our gameplay over time by like you know guidance more robust systems, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and 
Well, at some points in time, they're just not just like holding our hand; they're throwing us <laughs> by the hand. <laughs> into like a, you will a do bit it of fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and well, you know, yeah. we've been so used to setting our own goals and things like mm-hmm. that, and that sort of like that nature, that mindset is still pretty prevalent in go these days. And I feel like this perspective is sort of one of those things where it's like, you know, I get a lot more meaning out of this when I personally catch every single Pokemon, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, and that, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like last night I hadn't left the house yesterday and I'm like, it's 11 PM. I know I've got a 6 AM start with Chris and Ian, but I just want to get out and get my gifts done. So I had my mm-hmm. go plus plus spinning. I don't often have it set to catching, even though it can do that. And I was like, great, I can do a route. So I was doing a route. And on that route, I got a shiny route Kangaskhan. Route or a route? As, I mean, as an Australian, it's a route. Route. <laughs> Again, this is the difference between the Queen's English, the, the Australian's English, and the Yanks' English. You know, we have a... We have a, a I don't know if it's not like it's necessarily a turn of phrase, but like if somebody was like going through like a bag of something, you're like rooting around clothes, for something. You're rooting around, around yeah. for something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as so, I was rooting around uh, last night along a route, which I had submitted, <laughs> I got you were rooting around for gifts. Yeah, I got I got the a route spawn. You can tell with the root logo, shiny Kangaskhan, and the the adrenaline nice. I got from seeing that, clicking that, nice. and catching it, I fully understand. <laughs> like people who like that woke me up like that even though for me i've got so many of the kangaroos if anyone ever sees me at an event and you want a shiny kangaskhan i will give it to you for a badoof a regular badoof i don't want them totally the same with the mr mime yeah but still (laughs) it's exciting to be able to get it because what they've done interestingly along the root spawns is there's a really high probability of them being your local regional pokemon Mm-hmm. So if you're traveling and you find a local route to do uh, that just felt <laughs> wrong saying it sounded perfect. So say the three of us happen to meet each other in selves in Hawaii next year. Because that would be great if that happens. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love decide, to go to Worlds. It's not going to happen, though. And we, allow, and we allow ourselves to follow along paths that were predetermined by Pokemon Go players. And the spawns right. we're getting, we'll have a high chance of finding Confei there because Confei is very hard to find in Hawaii. So making it so that when you're traveling, that this feature allows you to access those regional Pokemon more accessibly is great. Because the average player doesn't need to bring back more than two or three for the local community. And Fair. regional Pokemon are more often than not hard to catch. Carnivine's the weird exception. Like GoFest last year, seeing those green circles, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> is this a trick? <laughs> Why is he big with a green circle? I don't trust I'm him. I'm being punked. This is John Hankey going <laughs> to pop out and be like, ha ah! <laughs> But yeah, seeing those oh, spawns yes. pop up is just like, it's great. But sometimes you just want to be able to do other things, but not have the FOMO, so having the option of setting my Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory device to identify nearby Pokemon. I think that's the terminology that they use. <laughs> yes, that is that is it. Uh, yep. Just it allows me to have that peace of mind if I want to do something else for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I 
I will judge no one for not using one, and I will judge no one for using one. It's a personal choice. Ah, how did we get there? Anyway, so Ian. (laughs) I've actually got, I got one more question in the vein of this. So uh, not, not like while you're recording or anything like that, or for, for any of us, um, when was the last time you clicked on a Pokemon and it was shiny and you actually like screamed? Oh, you were so excited. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a minute. Um, it certainly, I wouldn't say, has been within the last 18 months. So it wasn't Chinchou? Oh, wow. Chinchou. Chin uh, yeah, Liverpool. <laughs> so far as I'm, definitely not. <laughs> I didn't even care that that was the Shundo. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. There's, there's not been a Mon that I've been super excited about getting. I suppose yeah. the closest was when I got the Hitmon Lee in New York because I'd been chasing that I almost swore for uh, well since Kanto Tour I think it was released so I'd been chasing that for a long time and it just wouldn't sparkle for me that was a close yeah that one's that, that, that one's tough like those like uncommon middle of the road spawns are so difficult to shiny hunt um, and I was just going to give another example of Scyther, but I, I realized that Scyther is actually quite common in the wild mm-hmm. yeah. when there's not event spawns happening. But Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee are like really quite rare. Not Hitmontop mm. for some reason. That guy's oh, no, out all top, the time. No. Yeah. Everywhere. I don't know what the deal with that is. But yeah, Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan. Uh, I see Hitmonchan a lot more frequently than I would ever see a Hitmonlee. Uh, I do over here too. I have a yeah. theory about Hitmontop. I think because it's okay. more relevant in Go Battle League this season, it seems like more relevant Go Battle League Pokemon have been spawning more often and more frequently outside of events like Chinchou, which we hate to admit it is an absolute powerhouse in Lantern. Um, yeah. And so Hitmontop mm-hmm. is the best of the three when it comes to Go Battle League. Um, like an Ultra League, the PvP poke has it somewhere in the 20s. Goodness, I'm selling like fish. So... <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that the current seasonal spawn pool, to summarize this thought, and that's the season of Adventures Abound. Adventures Abound. Yep. Um, had a lot more Go Battle League focus when it came to its seasonal Lachlan, spawn pool. It's not the season of. In my heart, it will always be the season of something. <laughs> it's currently got... the season of summer is coming for me. <laughs> T minus 17 days and 18 hours until we have a season that has a much better name. Yeah. I don't even know what the name is, but I, I can't imagine it's any, it could be any worse than Adventure of <laughs> Seasons of Festivities. I'm okay with that. The I'm okay with that. That would be nice. The Season yeah. <laughs> of Reflection. Yeah. Oh. Season of Sunshine. The Season of go. Australia. <laughs> Season of Reflection, I feel like, would sort of backfire in a PR way, especially on socials for Niantic. Yeah, people would be like, Niantic, you need to reflect on this, and it just yeah. wouldn't go down well. <laughs> something, something, stones, something, something, glass houses. Yeah. Speaking of um, <laughs> reflecting on where we've been in life, oh, I was no, trying no, to set up a go. really good segue. Whoa, here. where are we going with that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The opposite of reflection is what's coming in your future. So, Ian, mm-hmm. what's on your horizons for the for the foreseeable future, what's what's the plan? Uh, from a content perspective, well, from a content perspective, from an Ian now? perspective, 
Whatever okay. you'd like to share. So, because I would assume on the horizon currently is a sun that's just set. So <laughs> let's less less literally. Okay, what is on the horizon? Well, I would like to think that very soon we will have an announcement for Sino Tour. And if it is in one of my favorite cities in the States, I will definitely be there. That is definitely on the horizon for me. So Honolulu in August? They're just going to push it back? They're going to push it back to August? I'm talking February, potentially. (gasps) What if that's their plan? They're like, you think we're going to do a tour in person in February? No, no, no. We're going to do that in August. Go fest in February in Brisbane, Australia. Come on down. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? That would be incredible. I think it would break people. Well, it would still be a summer (laughs) go fest. You know, for you, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if yeah, some true. people come, true. and we can just start off the summer in February, you know, they they push this to starts in February <laughs> through August, <laughs> and then we have tour worlds. <laughs> yeah, it would be uh, the season of you didn't see this coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, it, we could have the season of thwacky. You know, eventually, it's all just thwacky out there. To answer Lachlan's question, I would love to go to Brisbane. I don't see it on the horizon in the near future, purely because of cost and time. Um, Heading east for me, I always tend to get jet-lagged more when I go east than west. So going to the States is fine. Coming back home, it kind of hits you like a sledgehammer. So going to Oz would probably knock me for six. I need at least three weeks out there. What you could do, you could travel to Australia flying westbound and then travel home eastbound. Via Hawaii. Yes, there we go. <laughs> there we found, yes. We've made it work. Okay. You said to like have a layover for like six months. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that works out. Dear boss, out. I will be working remotely for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Yours sincerely, yeah, I- Ian Vassifal. <laughs> I wish I could work remotely. Here's a sick note uh, from my, my father. Poco Myla UKYT and my mother. Casual the coops. Oh, the fetus and None the of ginger. None of it's hyphenated. Yes. <laughs> exactly, that's right. Yeah. And it's just yeah, like a, it, right? an yeah. AI generated like sick note that Francesca hey, pulled up in. AI is the future. We, we, we might not want it, but AI is the future. It's coming for you, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I'll say exactly. I use AI so much; it's unreal. Really? So, so do you, you? I know that you were talking on this week's uh, past episode about using it for, um, it's like slightly touching up or altering to a degree, like um, like thumbnails and things like that, right? Yeah. So do you use it in your professional um, outside of content creation world as well? No, purely for content creation. So I use it for okay. YouTube and also for the podcast as well sometimes. Okay. Yeah. No, it's uh, fascinating if, to hear how, how people are starting to adopt that sort of stuff. You know, if I and, want to flower up a description, I will literally just put what I've got into AI and then just see what it spews back at me. And sometimes it comes up with some really good stuff. A lot of the time it's quite generic. So you have to tweak, but it does come sure. up with some pretty good stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of a lifesaver if you're like, Oh, I have writer's block. Okay. I don't even know mm-hmm. how to start this. You're like, get me started. I can edit it. It's fine. Like whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's all. That's fascinating. Yeah. So is there anything else like goal wise that you'd like to share like about your YouTube channel? Um, is there anything on the horizon incense podcast wise that, that you're looking forward to? I mean, we already touched on it, but I am thrilled 
with the the volume of the and the return of what the ducklet. I really, really am. Mm-hmm. But you know what yep. we haven't done in a while is a good game of chasing the tail. <laughs> Ooh, true, 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 true. That's a good one. But the thing is, you, you really know, no, need four people soon. for that to yeah. work well. You really need four people for that to work well. Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't yeah, do a chasing the tail with just the two of you. <laughs> no, your knowledge Quick of rounds. Pokemon, Lachlan. Yeah, you. You. That's why I said we no couldn't do a game yeah, with just win. the two of you. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah, yeah, but but if we had included you, Lachlan, I feel like we would... I mean, I, I'm not confident I could beat you in that game. No way. Uh-uh. And you just got thwacky on the drums when you eventually decide to get AI to generate the videos for you for all your intros. <laughs> for context, for those who haven't yet met thwacky, um, who I've brought up a couple times this episode, I have a little thwacky sitting right here on my desk. That's why he's fresh in mind. But thwacky is the teenage or the middle stage or a stage one if you're a pokemon tcg player uh evolution in the grass starter family from gala and the first stage is currently not my head but thwacky we remember grookey 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 we got grookey in the end grookey we need to remember that the galar region isn't in niantic's head either well i true i remember how excited you were about galarian wheezing getting released at the end of a certain chimchar community day chimchar community day yeah yeah (laughs) Brought it back. <laughs> that was a tough a, duo as well. What a weird, what a weird release window for that, right? It was mm, the yeah. week prior to the launch of Sword and Shield. Oh, and it was yeah, one of makes, the few that things that had sense. been revealed in advance that didn't require much spoilering. Because yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the we can't new. get away from now. Oh yeah, like, there you go. Like at that yep. stage, all we knew was Surfetch. We didn't actually know what Galarian Farfetch mm-hmm. looked like, so they couldn't release mm-hmm. that true mm-hmm. true so anyway back to the going question. back to the question <laughs> you don't what need about, to ask me again yeah yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. your youtube uh, channel plans what are you doing yeah so my youtube channel is relatively of a sort of more modest size uh in the next sort of year i would like to see it grow that's what all content creators want to do is just keep growing so there's an ambitious target of 5k subscribers whether i can maximize that in the next 12 months i don't know we're gonna shoot for it um the content that it does seem to have found a footing now uh and having changed editing software i seem to be able to do a little bit more with it now which is always good uh i do like a little bit of rotoscoping here and there and more travel definitely more travel as far as the internet podcast goes, you're going to get more of the same, but we are looking at options for new games and new segments because uh, certainly with a long-form media, I think things can get stale if you don't refresh every now and again. So we are looking at ways to sort of bring more community aspects in and maybe some more games. And if you, dear listener, have any great ideas for potential game ideas, you can always send in an email to the Incense Podcast. I thought you were plugging your own show then. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's Incense Podcast at Yahoo.com. It most certainly is. <laughs> nice. 
There you go. How did you get yahoo.com? I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're too cheap to pay for a domain. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, you, one of the things that you guys have been doing more recently and, and, and have verbalized wanting to do more of is your live recordings. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, air quotes, live recordings, live insofar as you do them live at events when you do the capture, right? Yeah. And um, we have made this distinction that every recording is live, but when we call it live, it is live in person at yeah. an event not sat in a hotel bar or a cafe or something wait you're actually alive right. when you're recording how do you do it i stopped drinking oh okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i certainly haven't anyway um so w- let's let's move into our static question here we've got uh set up for everybody that comes on this program um this was lachlan's idea and i think it's a spectacular one um so the question is given the key to the city of pokemon design what would be your first priority and this is sort of like um you know if you were able to make any sort of pokemon you like like a like a regional variant of a pokemon that you think should exist a missing evolution uh, a missing type of pokemon you know like forever we never had a dolphin pokemon and now we do mm-hmm. finally um, yeah, anything like that rattling around in your skull you'd like to share with us? It's one that I've given a lot of thought to in sort of last sort of 24 hours since I saw these show notes. And it I'm not going to lie, it's a tough question. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, I started thinking a little bit laterally. And um, for anyone that's familiar with Star Trek, they had the Mirror Universe. Yeah. What I would like to see is a mirror version of current Pokemon so they have the exact opposite typings to what you would expect. Just completely throw people left field. Ghost types still like So like a like yeah. Um or so like a like a water type char uh Charmander and like a fire type bulbasaur, like exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah. Ooh, it probably okay. wouldn't work, but it, it would properly mess with people. I, I'm hearing a great pitch awesome. for a future Legends game which features Giratina on the box. I don't know. Hello, Make Nintendo. It so. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a banger of an idea for you. Hi, Ian Waterfall. It's, but he uh, needs to work remote. It's not, it's not Nintendo. You, it's TPC you need to speak to. <laughs> no, but Nintendo That's can right. commission the game. TPC just needs a ticket. Game free. This is more of a creative direction point, so I'm kind of on Ian's side here. I think TPC, you want to go there. And they gotta they gotta take your passion and rebundle it, and then they convince Nintendo. They lobby for us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. TPC. I'm so, here. what Pokemon would you love to see them <laughs> come get him first? And I'm family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> what he wants to be. <laughs> right, yeah. So, so Mirror Universe. That's I think that's a great that's a great answer. Is there like one in particular that you think would be really really cool? Not particularly, because with that structure, you can literally mess with every Pokemon out of the Lachlan's going to correct me, what, 1,100 Pokemons will currently stand-ish. If you count Megas and alternate forms, yes, it's about 1,100. Otherwise, I think the current national dex is at 1,019. Hmm. And that's well, before the a secondary thing is, is I think we are due a new typing, but I, I don't know what that oh. typing would be. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. I've had a new typing. Podcast type. every once in a while. 
Oh my gosh. Just X plowed, but with various different political shirts on, you know, like different forms. Oh my gosh. Uh, so we now. have another. Lysander comes another back. S- Could you imagine? What is Lysander going to be like a, a very politically active person, just like on a picket line and somewhere? And it's Lysander versus Giovanni. There we go. Campaigning to be president of the Pokemon world. Oh my gosh! But we already had we already had a generation set in uh, in the states. I don't think this is ever going to happen. We've had two generations so. <laughs> set in the states. We've had two. Yeah, Gen Seven. We had the one Gen that was five. set in New York. How dare you forget yeah, about Alola? Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair enough. Don't yeah. erase yeah. Hawaii, Chris. I'm not erasing Hawaii. <laughs> Don't say that. That's so charged right now. Oh my gosh. Charger Bug. Charger Bug is a Lolan Pokemon. This was all planned. We're going We're going full circle. I am gonna end up getting canceled. And, and Ian, I'm sorry you were here to witness this. Oh my gosh. It's okay. <laughs> You'll make it through. It's fine. Yeah. Welcome to Kate. So we have, it's it's welcome. only a third episode. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> yeah. this is number four, Ian. This number is number four. four. Is, I've only heard yeah. two. Yeah, number three is not out yet. Oh, okay, okay. Number three is on Christmas busy. <laughs> It is. I've been so stinking busy. Uh, I get that. But we have we have another um, static sort of section at the end here, um, and this was an idea from our first guest, Cricket, where uh, we would have our guest pose a question to the group as well. Have you given that any thought? Do you have a question? I have, and I don't know how inventive it is or clever, but I I will ask what I've come up with. So given that you both have done previous podcasts, I know, Chris, you said you did Clash of Clans. League of Legends. League of of Legends, sorry. did redacted podcasts. Lachlan may have done something (laughs) about something within Pokemon Go and other games. And I think Uh, think I'm a host of the Waylords podcast these days. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when somebody gets like an honorary degree. Yeah, you're literally just on every podcast in this space. Uh, So the question is: (laughs) If you had to make a podcast, but it could 100% not be about anything Pokemon related or Pokemon creator centric, what would it be about, and who who would you like to do it with? If you have that sort of idea, that seed planted. So I is that a is that a, 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 a piggy bank? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looked like it. It's not a All piggy right. bank. It's a Funko. Its door opens. Oh, they made a they made a Funko oh, okay. pop of the. I've okay, got three cool. of these around the, the house. <laughs> are they the same one just three yes. times? Okay. <laughs> For those of you that are audio only at this point, Lachlan has now shown us a a, a Funko pop of the TARDIS from, from Doctor Doctor Who. Who. And that's that's as much knowledge as I have on that property. So, oh. <laughs> catch it on Disney Plus, <laughs> starting yeah. this week, actually. Uh, At least oh as gosh. recording. It, it depends the... when this drops. Next week, isn't it? Well, but Next the week. children yeah, need specials we'll... this week on Friday night. That's not going to be on Disney, though, is it? <sighs> we'll probably be on YouTube. That'll be on the BBC. I'm sure it'll be plopped in the the Doctor Who section on Disney Plus as extras. 
So am I am I reading this correctly that your answer is you would do a Doctor Who yes. uh, podcast, Lachlan? Yes. Because yeah, that wasn't actually relayed audibly. <laughs> no, it was just heavily implied. We're, we're You're just playing there. with his toy TARDIS. <laughs> it's just another day in my office for me. So I would love to do a Doctor Who podcast. Um, and I don't know many Doctor Who fans who like to podcast uh, that live in Australia. So I would probably... Uh, take my TARDIS for a spin to the UK, uh, maybe land somewhere in the Midlands and knock on someone's door and see if they're keen. I've been watching that show since the early 80s. So, yeah, long-time fan. Certainly qualified. I would say so. <laughs> oh, good. Tom, Tom good. Baker was my I'm first doctor, great. and Peter Davison was the one that I kind of gelled with as a kid. Wait, Pete Davidson was a was a Peter Davison. Oh, very different, very different. And funnily enough, Davison is not actually his birth last name. That was a stage surname. Oh, he's Peter Moffat, which is hilarious because the future showrunner was Stephen Moffat, and his daughter is married to David Tennant, who played the tenth and fourteenth Doctor. Oh my gosh, what a small world that fandom must be with the facts no. and everything like that. That's oh no, but like anytime <laughs> someone says, here's a fact you might not know about Doctor Who, did you know the fifth Doctor is the step, the father-in-law of the tenth Doctor? Oh my gosh. I remember when uh, the news was going around about who could be potentially the fifteenth Doctor, uh, and someone said, we've already got the perfect 15th Doctor, Ty Tennant, the son of David Tennant, the grandson of Peter <laughs> Davidson. Five plus ten is 15. It all makes sense. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm going to disappoint, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to follow you up with anything quite quite like Doctor Who, um, but I've had an idea for a podcast in my head for like 10 years. Um, it's called Under the Hood, and it's a show where we would take a close look at different sorts of ideologies, uh, belief systems and stuff like that. Um, and just sort of like talk about it, air out anything good or bad about anything in particular that is, you know, fact based and stuff like that. Not trying to be offensive to anybody, but more just sort of like a, a journalistic sort of like research based view on things like that. Because my my background in, in college is I have a degree in philosophy, which, okay. um, you know, I've had to learn to live with that choice. Um, mm. But I have a vested interest in things like that. So I think that'd be really, really cool. And as to who I would do it with. um you know, anybody that would be willing to put up with all my garbage, honestly, I'll take anybody. <laughs> I think that's uh, the think, thing, isn't it, with podcasting? Yeah. You just need to be able to talk. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. And, you know, as long as you care about your subject matter, that comes across, you know, it, you could talk about anything. You could talk about different types of sponges uh, or, you know, oh, the, actually, the various types of ketchup. <laughs> Yeah, you did. Fresh on the mind. <laughs> Fresh on the mind. Hang on, let me let me get my goat soundboard going. <laughs> no, but that's, that's yeah. a really really good question. Um, so, Ian, do you have an answer as well? If you could do a podcast about anything else, I like both of your suggestions. I have been percolating on two potential ideas the how did you do one... that how did you do that <laughs> what was that did you do that on purpose what you just made balloons a bunch of balloons just went up in 
Really? <laughs> balloon just in front of your camera. <laughs> it was when you were doing this. They just started to fly up. If you're watching oh. as people, I, I really don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> um, None of us do. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, the, the first idea was because I am partial to cars and road trips, I, w- I would do a podcast in and around road trips, which can be as simple as talking about cars, talking about places, talking about things that you would do use on a road trip that sort of thing and that that idea has always captivated me quite a lot but given my sort of other passion in film i would love to do a james bond podcast Ooh, there are a lot of them out there but i i I could just talk for hours about james bond and again locations films costumes cars there's just literally so much news when the books and the movies are in production so much you can talk about in that and that would be something that i would die for so ian if you do the peace symbol again and look at your webcam and just hold it up you should get balloons (laughs) (laughs) what is that it's a Mac feature. <laughs> Wait, is this not? Oh, it's a Mac feature. I'm like, am I not good enough? <laughs> I love you. Have you have that to do explains it now? I, I was on a conference call at work the other day. This is a true story. I was on a conference call at work the other day, and thumbs up kept happening on, and like balloons kept going when I was on FaceTime, and none of us could figure out what was happening. <laughs> So it's that's incredible. It's I my love passion that. for Apple that's causing all of this. It's true. Thank you, Lord it's Tim. Cook. You just deserve balloons. <laughs> you just deserve some balloons. Uh, no, I, I, I thank Steve Jobs, but uh, obviously he's not with us I, anymore. I don't think Steve Jobs right, implemented right. the piece for balloons. <laughs> you don't know. That could have been like the last. <laughs> Like could have been like the, the his last will and testament would have been like and make it so that on FaceTime if they put up a peace sign, birthday balloons and they're like whatever you want just I'm not even gonna ask any questions yeah you got it like <laughs> why is this a feature I mean it's cool it's really funny but like right. why why the peace sign like <laughs> I must have done like that earlier then. <laughs> No, it was when yeah. you were scratching your face and thought it was the peace sign. There we go. Oh my gosh. Whew. Okay. Well, great. How can great I question. Everything down to like just insanity. Um, but if you do, maybe it's because I was. Maybe it's because I was scratching my head. Yeah, Ian, if you give Ooh, us maybe. two thumbs up, maybe. you'll get some clout. Do we? Hey. Oh, fireworks! Ooh, fireworks! Whoa! Whoa! Am I the only one on an Apple device here? Is this why? <laughs> Try the rock on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, like it's going to be, I think it's going to be these two. Oh. No? Or does it have to be backwards? I don't know. I'm just reading it's the list working. off the gestures. Huh. No? Oh, two thumbs yeah, down. No. Two thumbs down is the cloud. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's my life. That's my life. Um, and if you do victory piece on both sides, you get confetti. 
like no, that's it's a bit too like Nixon, Nixon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is a little. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a crook. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, for is audio only listeners, you're really missing that. that. Put, put them like straight up. Put them like straight up. Let's that see way? if that works. <laughs> there we go. It's there so fast. <laughs> So, audio only listeners, if you are on Spotify, take a look at your mobile device, tap on the episode, and you'll be able to rewind a little bit, and you'll be able to see the lovely video version of this as well. Or you can find it on YouTube. Just put a short (laughs) up. Yeah, that too. (sighs) Yeah, it'll also be on the YouTube channel. But uh, (laughs) but but we we here at at GoCast Podcasts and Associated Podcasts on the same feed. (laughs) We uh, we like our Spotify. Ah, okay. Yeah. Don't forget to give them a five-star review. That's right. That's right. Okay, well, that's great. What a great actual segue into uh, where people can find you. Do you mind helping us out? If people want to find your YouTube channel, uh, the podcast, yeah, all that. Yep. So my YouTube channel, my X account, my Instagram, everything is at Ian Waterfall, all one word very easy to find in terms of incense if you want to check out the podcast that i am one quarter of that again very easy to find on all socials and youtube sometimes at incensed podcast i uh, i haven't heard anybody on the show be properly incensed about anything lately not lately we've been really good for the last two years ish yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if and people want to see what it was like, early shows. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, if people want to, is that still available somewhere? Can you still go back and listen from the beginning? You can still listen from the beginning on all good podcast platforms. Good deal. Good deal. And Google Podcasts, <laughs> which eventually will be, which is why I said, that's why you well you said all good podcast platforms. Oh, and Google. So I had to make sure people knew you could <laughs> also talk on Google Podcasts. <laughs> since uh, Chris and Kyle had us on GoCast last year, it was last year, was it early this year? I think it was about a year ago. We've actually started yeah. pushing Google as a podcast platform. And seriously, nobody listens to us on Google. I think we've done about 300 no. downloads it's, a it's, week. It's nobody uses that platform. It is yeah. just fish and DeFi. Um, yeah, I think our overall some inside some inside podcast baseball from all of our install base that we get back, like statistic wise, two point six percent of our of our listenership comes from Google Podcasts. Mm. Yeah, the sooner yep. it becomes YouTube podcasts, the better. I agree. I agree. Um, they just need to have reviews built in somewhere. Please yes. comment. Agreed. Please <laughs> comment. Comment reviews. We like reviews. We do like reviews, yeah. Call us old-fashioned. And but. if you, dear listener, would like to leave us a review. <laughs> yeah, oh, I suppose we should probably wrap up our, our end of the of the plugs, too. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Ian, thank you so, so much for being on the show this week. We really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right, so if you, dear listener, uh, would like to send us an email of some sort, some sort of like response to this episode, uh, please do so in the YouTube comments for this episode, but you can also send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com to say howdy do or anything else you'd like. Or if you have a suggestion for somebody you'd like to see on Starpiece, you can send it there as well. Give us uh, your opinions. Dear GoCast Podcast, I would like the Starpiece Podcast to interview Chris from the GoCast Podcast. 
That would be so funny. I, I, man, I wonder if we could do that. Where like we record me in a different time and then splice it in. That'd be fun. That'd be a fun project. Or you just get Kyle um, to host it with Lachlan and you be the guest. Ooh, he did a, a bang up job hosting by himself the most recent episode. So, so when I clicked on yeah. it, I'm like, oh no, Chris has stuffed up the thing. His video file isn't coming through. I'm like, wait, he's uh -uh. not talking. It's just Kyle. Nope, that, it's that's just Kyle. It, nope. <laughs> that's happened to us before. We actually published a podcast episode with half of the audio tracks missing because my MacBook screwed up and it was like, uh, it didn't tell me there was an error. So, oh my that, gosh, that was not a good day. So, <sighs> that was a hectic Sunday. But you know what was great? It was fixed by the time I woke up and listened at 8 a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had so many DMs that I was spent two hours fixing it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That was pretty recent, I think, right? About two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was fixed by the time I got to it, and it was great. So anyway, uh, if you're listening, hey, and you're like, I, I loved Ian. He was great. I want more Ian. Please go do that. Please please go subscribe to the Incense Podcast. Please go subscribe to his YouTube channel. We'll have everything linked, um, and Follow I can promise you won't regret it. Yeah, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, next.com. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have links to everything. So so please go show uh, Ian some support and some love. Um, and thanks for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>